Welcome to the Awaken Within podcast. I'm your host, Beck Russell. I'm a holistic wellness mentor, yoga teacher, intuitive Reiki practitioner, and the author of Life in the Soul Lane. This is a place of growth, healing, and expansion. Here, we explore well-being through a multi-dimensional lens, talking all things holistic wellness, spirituality, and life. Use this podcast as an opportunity to take a moment of presence and awaken your highest potential from within. Hello friends, I hope you're having a beautiful day, whatever you're getting up to today. Uh, Today's episode is for you or for someone you know if you want to share it with them, if you find that you struggle to slow down. So going slow is a big theme and restoration and moving intuitively. These are all the themes that are being weaved through the podcast at the moment, as you've probably um, heard me speaking about. But I think it's just really important. And I was just having this thought this morning, actually, about how much importance we place on the doing rather than the being rather than the resting rather than the integration and yeah just thinking about how important it actually is to rest Um, and it's not like we're sitting in in inaction for long periods of time but I guess it just comes back to that whole thing once again of having this sense of self-awareness to know when you do need those moments of rest and when you do need those moments to maybe move a little bit slower, maybe to integrate a few things that you've been moving through before you rush on to the next thing. And so, yeah, if you find that you struggle to slow down, this episode's definitely going to be for you. Um, And it can be really such a common experience particularly these days that we feel like we need to be on all the time everything seems to move at such a fast pace and maybe it's only going to get faster and quicker but that's one of the beautiful empowering things that we can know about ourselves is that we have the choice we make the decision on how we respond to any particular thing in our life and so we don't always need to meet that fast pace if it's not serving us Um, we feel like we need to be on all the time we need to be contactable at all times people expect a lot of times to be immediately responded to whatever the thing is and so yeah these are just some of the things that perhaps aren't the best thing for us perhaps aren't really serving us our highest good both personally And also on a collective level, I just feel a lot of the time that there's this this really kind of heightened energy and almost teetering on anxiety. Um, And so, yeah, these are just some of the ways that I find that can really help to slow things down a little bit. So I'm going to share a few of those little tidbits with you today. Um, But you might have your own ways too of slowing things down a little bit when you feel that you need to. But I guess it's more about giving yourself the permission to do so if you feel that you need it. 
and also again just knowing when you need it as well so the first little um, practice that I really like to do and probably is one of my most potent practices that I find anyway to break me out of that cycle or just bring you back into the present and back into my body is depending on how much time you have one to five minutes of conscious breathing so we can even do that now if you're driving keep your eyes open <laughs> if you're doing something else maybe just pause for just a moment so you can do this anywhere, anytime, but if you wanted to make it a conscious practice, you could find a comfortable seat, you could close your eyes, maybe place one hand over your heart, the other over your belly, and just taking a few moments to drop in and notice how am I actually feeling in this moment. And it might be the first time today that you've actually asked yourself this question. It might be the first time today that you've actually brought your conscious awareness to your breath, which, side note, is just such a powerful, powerful transmuter of energy, a beautiful anchor point for us anytime, anywhere. So tuning in now, just noticing how your body's feeling, just noticing the natural rhythm of your breath before we start to alter the breath. So maybe you can feel your breath is already flowing quite freely. Maybe you feel the breath is a bit disjointed. Maybe it's a bit stuck somewhere in your body, just observing that. And then we'll start to draw a deep breath in through the nose, feeling your entire torso expand. With a long, smooth exhale out through the nose, let the torso contract. Deep inhale through the nose. Long, smooth exhale through the nose. Let's do one more breath together. Inhaling. This time exhaling either through the nose or mouth. And then let your breath settle back into its natural rhythm. Take a moment to pause. Notice any subtle or maybe profound shifts that you've had after just three conscious breaths. And then when you feel ready, you can come back into the space. And there's lots and lots of different variations, lots of different breathing techniques that you can do, but it's just such a, a powerful tool that we use, can use anywhere, anytime, any situation that we need. And it's always a really good indicator too. Uh, if you think that there might be some sort of underlying stress or anxiety in your body, you'll often find that your breath will start to alter. And so it's a really nice, um, I guess, gauge if you want to just be aware of the flows and the rhythms of your breath. And it might give you a bit of an indication as to what's going on for you in any given moment. And you can, as I said, alter this in any way. So if you really find that you want to slow things down a little bit, which is the theme of this podcast, you could slightly... Uh, lengthen out the exhale so say if you're breathing into the count of 
four uh, or five you could extend the exhale out to five or six so even just one extra count lengthening out that exhale is going to really calm and cool your nervous system so it'll help you to switch into that parasympathetic nervous system which is where we want to be um, and which is where we unfortunately don't get to reside too much in our modern day another thing you can do uh, is to breathe out through the mouth so you wouldn't want to do too many of these but if you felt like you just needed to transmute and shift some energy what you could do is take a deep inhale through the nose and then exhale out through the mouth maybe with just a little bit of force and you'll find that that'll help you to shift anything that maybe you feel that you need to shift so that's the first little practice that you can do the second one that I like to do is legs up the wall. Uh, you might have heard of legs up the wall before. I'm a big fan of legs up the wall. I personally will practice legs up the wall every night before I go to bed. And so it's exactly what it sounds like. So what you can do is move yourself over to a wall space. Or if you don't have that available, you can use the side of the couch or the side of the bed. So moving yourself over to a wall space and gently swinging your legs up the wall, finding a comfortable position for your legs to rest, your arms to rest as well, or maybe you bring your hands over your belly. You can close your eyes there if you like and just breathe. And if you can stay there for up to five minutes would be really great. You can do longer, you can do shorter, but five minutes is usually a really nice time. And legs up the wall is a really nice way, again, to start to nourish your nervous system, cool down the body a little bit. It's going to help you with your digestive system as well. It starts to get the lymphatic system and the blood flowing. So there's just so much goodness in legs up the wall. Uh, and it is just a really nice way to kind of break that circuit if you find that you're on a hamster wheel and you need to jump off for a few moments um, of rest and restoration. So that's another good one as well. The third thing that I like to do is uh, dharana, which is a Sanskrit or yogic word that means concentration. So a little bit different to meditation um, it's often used as a part of a meditation practice though so what you can do for your concentration concentration practice is just to and again this would depend on the situation and the circumstances um, would depend on which one of these little practices that you would use but say if you were somewhere where you could do this and you or you're at home and you could sit and close your eyes just for a moment and bring your awareness to the third eye, so that space between the eyebrows, um, and just focusing your awareness there for a moment. And you might see uh, things if you're someone who visualizes and sees things. You might see colors or shapes. Um, you might not see anything at all. But what will, what it will do is just really allow you to drop into presence, present moment awareness. Um, and then this will lead us on to um, another point that I want to touch on in a second. But just sometimes when we're in that um, 
fast pace and maybe it's gaining momentum, gaining momentum and we feel like things are just so urgent, it might just give you an opportunity to drop into presence and just bring things a little bit more into perspective, which is um, going to be the next point I'm going to touch on is putting things into perspective a little bit. And so um, if you tend to be someone who does experience feelings of stress and anxiety and overwhelm, putting things into a little bit more perspective might be a really big game changer for you. Um, so thinking about any particular circumstance or situation that is feeling a little bit stressful for you in that moment you could be honest with yourself and just zoom out a little bit and ask yourself you know is this thing going to matter in a year from now is this thing actually urgent or is it something that I've cultivated in my mind this false sense of urgency does this decision if it's a decision that you're struggling with actually need me to be stressed and kind of ruminating over it and expending all this energy over it um, do I need to actually do this thing right now or can I can it wait till later um, these are just some of the questions that you could ask yourself depending on the situation but putting things into perspective it can really help us to I guess move from a little bit more calm and grounded um, ground like a grounded state um, and a steady pace rather than kind of rushing and forcing and stressing our way there um, and maybe not coming from a place of authenticity of maybe if you find that you yeah put things into perspective it might help you to I guess move from a place more that's actually a little bit more aligned rather than getting caught up in the moment or um, getting caught up in what you think you should be doing or what someone else wants, wants you to do or an expectation that someone's placing on you so it's just going to help you I guess to move from a bit more of a grounded and centered place the last thing I wanted to touch on was creating more space between the external output versus your response. So this kind of ties in with the putting into perspective piece. But if if you can, and again, this will vary from situation to situation or circumstance to circumstance, but if you can create a little bit more space between whatever the thing is so if it's a task an experience an interaction um, and your response so this could be in conversation it could be in a particular task that you might need to complete or again it could be a decision that you need to make or pretty much anything depending on what's going on in your life but if you allow yourself to create this space, like we were just saying about putting things into perspective, it's really going to help you to make the decision or do the thing from a more calm and grounded space rather than moving in this impulsive way, in, this uh, in a sense of obligation 
um, in a sense of pressure because when we move from those places and it's not truly authentic or aligned or what we want to do then this can lead us to these feelings of resentment and uh, frustration and potentially leading us to feel depleted and so creating that space taking some time for you know a little self-check-in a little bit of self-awareness and then moving from that place is going to serve you a lot better so these are just a couple of my favorite uh, little tips that I like to use to um, just slow the pace down a little bit so there was a few little practices we had conscious breathing legs up the wall and dharana concentration so there's some physical practice you, practices you can do and in terms of responding to situations in your life we had putting things into perspective and creating more space between the output versus your or the input versus your response so these are just some of the ways that i find really helpful to slow the pace down a little bit in a few different ways um, and all of these practices all of these tools are going to help you in essence move from a more calm grounded centered and authentic state and way of being so i hope you find these helpful if you have your own tips about how you support yourself to slow down a little bit um, in times of you know moving fast and maybe feeling a little bit high-pitched a little bit stressed or overwhelmed if you've got any really cool circuit breakers that you want to share please send those through to me i hope you enjoyed this episode let me know how these tips and tricks go for you you can connect with me over on instagram at underscore beck russell um and yeah there'll be more a few more um restorative type conversations we're going to have for the next couple of weeks on the podcast too so i'm looking forward to sharing those with you and until next time take really good care of yourself and i'll chat to you